There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here, to trap inside a magic studio, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. Welcome to the show. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment. It's your place for blind items. We'll get to we will get to those in a little less than 30 minutes, an entire half hour of blind items. So stick around. What do we know? What's the big story of the day, Bradley? Not tattoo time, honey. No. Jimmy Fallon time. I don't want to say we told you so, mm. but Mike. Ganger did rush out of the studio at one point this morning and go, we told you guys, we knew this was going to happen. I was like, what are you even talking about? And then he referenced me to an exclusive over at the Rolling Stone headline, Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show. 16 current and former staffers say Mm. Fallon's erratic behavior spoiled their dream of working on the Tonight Show. What? So... Before we get to that, I do want to take an Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, and prior to that, a uh, Colleen and Bradley victory lap. And Mike, if you'll cue up some audio, anytime we give you a heads up from the blind item world, meaning when you start to hear things in blind items repeatedly over and over for a length of time, take heed. Take heed, as Dawn says, because we're going to end up playing this bit of audio. That story about the bad thing with the celebrity, I knew about it. Yeah, I already knew about it. Other people didn't know about it, but I knew. And I think what's most important in instances of harm like this is to remember that I already knew about it. (laughs) We should really be working to center the bitches of knowing, like me. Because what stories like this are really are about <laughs> is that I know famous people. Okay? So keep that in mind for your little discourse. <laughs> okay. Love it. That is our now theme song. Anytime <laughs> the blind items are correct. I knew first. Called it. Okay. Now let's get to the actual meat. So we're done with the victory lap. Our egos can be set aside for mere moments. Okay, Don't worry. They'll but... come back. 
because we got three hours with our names <laughs> no. on it. Um, chaos comedy and crying rooms inside mm. Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show. That's the headline in this 20, it's well, it's 20 some pages that Grant so kindly printed out on paper because that's what Lori and Julia do. Well, yeah, do. and it's behind a paywall. I know. So I did find you an article with the highlights, and dear listeners, we'll link to that too. There's tons though if you don't have a subscription to to Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to share some of the choicer segments. First of all, do you have any thoughts about Jimmy Fallon or going into this? Like, what was your sense? Do you um, have a sense? Of- I. I, he's not my favorite of the late night talk we just show said hosts. That yesterday, we did, right? and it's really just because of things that happened during the election, where I'm like, okay, I don't know about that. I won't get into it, but um, <laughs> I think we all know what you mean. Yeah, but also, I just don't find him as funny as the other hosts. You know, it's just it's just a personal preference. That's yeah, that's no, all. that's totally yeah. fine, and I think you're not alone. But this, this, I will tell you, and I think I referenced this yesterday. Did we not reference the whole, well, he's been in blind items, toxic behavior. He has. Right? Uh, And we're like, really? Because we went through the whole Ellen thing, and then we went through um, the whole James And trust when I say, even though blind items have been talking about this, and I want to just share the details, because the listeners are like, I don't know what you're talking about. We'll get there. But just to say, like, I have an open mind. Like, just because somebody lobs criticism, this doesn't mean... That I have to believe it. But let me paint a picture for you as illustrated in this Rolling Stone piece. Oh boy. According to two current and 14 former employees, The Tonight Show has been a toxic workplace for years, far outside the boundaries of what, what is considered normal in the high-pressure world of late-night TV. Because I think, put a pin in that, that people think like, oh, late-night TV, I'm sure, is toxic for everyone because it's, you know, it's okay. like egos and oh, personalities and high stakes. And, yeah. Uh, they say the ugly environment behind the scenes starts at the top with Fallon's erratic behavior and has trickled down to its ever-changing leadership teams. Yeah. Nine showrunners nine. in nine years. That says something. Who seemingly don't know how to say no to mm. Jimmy. Former employees describe The Tonight Show as a tense and pretty glum atmosphere, with some alleging they were belittled, intimidated by their bosses, including Fallon himself. Employees describe being afraid of Fallon's outbursts and unexpected, inconsistent behavior. Many of these staffers voiced their concerns through HR, but problems Mm. at The Tonight Show persisted. Uh So that's sort of like the generic summary. And then you get into some specifics where people are like, I'm really bummed because this is my dream job. And I really felt completely defeated. So you read on and it, it, it starts to paint a picture that the work environment for all and not just because of Jimmy Fallon kind of just was a bummer. Yeah. More than a bummer. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that, but um, representatives for Fallon. Here's, here's the piece that, and I'll get into some more details, but here's the piece that I thought was telling representatives for Fallon would not comment on the record for the story. Not surprising. Right. Although you'd think that they would have had, because you know, they were given a heads up about this story and uh, not like just at the end either. You'd think they would have a statement ready to go, right? Like, yeah. here's our statement. Like, we're not participating, but we think these, you know, blah, blah, blah. None of that. In a statement, a spokesman for NBC defended the program. But here's what I found interesting. Uh-oh. Notably, it doesn't mention Fallon himself. Quote, 
We were incredibly proud of the, or we are incredibly proud of the Tonight Show, and providing a respectful work environment is a top priority. As in any workplace, we've had employees raise issues. Those have been investigated and action taken where appropriate. As is always the case, we encourage employees who feel they've experienced or observed behavior inconsistent with our policies to report their concerns so that we may address them accordingly. It mentions nothing about Jimmy Fallon. Well, doesn't defend him, doesn't say we're grateful for him. Nothing. Crickets. Yeah. So what probably needed to happen is that the head of NBC should have called Jimmy and said, hey, what are you doing? Like at some point, somebody needs to step in that is his bigger boss and say, so all of I've heard all of these things and uh, I want to hear from you what's going on. But when there's smoke, there's fire. So change your attitude. Yeah. Well, and I think the reason maybe that hasn't happened is because maybe the issues go beyond just Jimmy Fallon. He mm-hmm, might be yeah. the boil on the bum, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak. But it indicates perhaps that the issue is not just solely related to Jimmy Fallon. However, back to Fallon, I want to just share another quote from an employee. Again, we're talking about this piece in the Rolling Stone, uh, the Rolling Stone in Rolling Stone that came out earlier. Quote. Now, this is a former employee mentally talking about working at the Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. Mentally, I was in the lowest place of my life. I didn't want to live. Listen to this like Mm -hmm. characterization. I didn't want to live anymore. I thought about taking my life all the time. I knew deep down I would never actually do it. But in my head, I'm Mm -hmm. like, why do I think about this all the time? Yes. Okay, so. You know, that person's obviously struggling with some stuff. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, that's not normal for a workplace. And no. if you find yourself saying things like that to yourself, A, get help. Yeah. Right? There are resources available to you. But two, that is not a normal feeling to have in a workplace. Like, yes, stress stress is a common occurrence in the world. Yeah. And work can be very stressful. But if you're thinking about, even if you think that you're not going to take your own life, but you're thinking about it, that is a sign and a red flag. And I will say it wasn't the only person who talked about being on edge, dealing with anxiety, losing hair. Like I mean, these are all things that are brought up. It says up. that it was um, a common joke around the office about wanting to take your life. Yeah, like, which just by the way, when you joke about that, that means there's probably some truth to those feelings because people will couch feelings and jokes very often because they have camaraderie between other people who also are feeling that way and so in order to get through the pain of something like that you have to joke about it one employee says they lost nearly 20 pounds during their time working under showrunner granite baderman and that Uh-oh. again i just wanted to point out is i think this goes beyond just jimmy fallon and it will be easy to focus all of our ire towards the most visible person but people like this don't operate in a vacuum. And I have said this actually from the beginning of like the Me Too movement when everybody was focused on Harvey Weinstein. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm glad Harvey Weinstein is gone. It's very easy to get rid of someone like that once in this moment. Now we have accusations people can be held accountable for. But beyond that, you have to ask yourself, who are the people around that person that were allowing that environment to to continue? Because mm-hmm. to me, they're just as or at least very much so a part of the culpability. To that end, this person says they lost 20 pounds working under Granite Baderman, felt like they were on edge all the time and cried themselves to sleep every night. So again, these are just examples of the environment 
at the Tonight Show, it's not good. My gosh. And to know that they went through nine showrunners, that is in not nine common. Years. No, I mean, I don't think it is. I've not been in that environment, but I would think that if you're having to replace that position every year, something's happening from the top because they feel responsible for whatever things are happening with their bosses. Yeah. And then the ultimate boss being Jimmy, everybody's having to try to comply and please the person at the top. We talked about Ellen in this way. They are surrounded by people, but there are some people, nine of them that said, I can't do this. Yep. I can't go along with that. And that speaks volumes. Also this behavior to me where everybody's on edge, they talked about good Jimmy days, bad Jimmy days. You didn't know what you were going to get. That sounds to me as a person who's had a lot of experience in the world. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Cause this isn't about me. It indicates to me that 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 there might be some alcohol problems going on, some alcohol mm, usage, and oh, sure. wouldn't you know it? Two employees say they saw Fallon seemingly inebriated at work in 2017. Oh, no. Another two employees say on separate occasions in 2019 and 2020 they smelled alcohol on Fallon's breath when they entered an elevator with him during the workday. Oh, no. According to eight former employees, Fallon's behavior seemed to be dependent on if he appeared to be hungover from the night before. Oh God. So and those that, you know, his his drinking has been the subject of many blind items. And look, as a person who is a recovering alcoholic, I understand that alcoholism is a disease, but that doesn't mean you get to behave a certain way in the workplace and get away with it. Mm -hmm. So that when I was reading the sort of mental, you can just see all of the people around a person who's struggling with alcohol reacting and having their own issues and probably taking it out on themselves and gaslighting other people. Mm. That seems very common. And the way it's laid out in this Rolling Stone piece, it just seems pretty textbook to me that potentially here's a person with a problem. And Who has a lot of resources. They've been enabled by people around them for years. Yes. Because people aren't willing to deal with whatever issue. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case, but that's what it reads like mm. in this extensive piece from the Rolling Stone. Well, apparently this is my last free article to read because I did click on oh, it good. and said, this is your last time to read Rolling Stone without paying. I'm like, all right. So I know what I'm going to be doing during the commercial break. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely, and dear listeners, if you don't have the, if you don't have a Rolling Stone subscription and why would you? Because you've got 30 million other ones. It's fine. Just, you know, Google Jimmy Fallon and you'll get the rundown from whether it's BuzzFeed, Slate. I mean, everybody's running pieces right, right now. And certainly this is not the last of this story because I imagine Jimmy's going to have a thing or two to say, especially because think about this. First of all, he's also working with the Rolling Stone. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To like, there's some collaboration that he was doing with Rolling Stone and it, oh. they just announced something with Mick Jagger, something about albums. Anyway, that was on in headlines when this came out. So oh, it's kind of no. awkward. Ooh. Also, he's got that podcast that he's doing with the other late night hosts. Right. Well, you know, they're all like, yeah, oh, ooh, crap. Ah, no. Ugh. 
What this are we going to talk about on our and podcast? We just had a sort of negative story that was told by the puppet maker who made the Timothy Chalamet puppet. Oh, yeah. And he told this big, long yesterday. story that wasn't true. And it just it it was definitely not as serious as this and more trivial trivial. But you're like, why would he make that up? You know, yeah, it's just well. kind of like we're questioning his judgment, and now this comes out. So, so it's a fascinating read. It's kind of sad, but also important to talk about and deal with. And we'll do that. Michael have some more dirt for us on the other side of this with a dirt alert right here on my talk slash radio. This is a my talk dirt alert. Hey, my talkers. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn here. I'm the Bradley. I think Dawn is uh, headed back into the studio. Mike's got all the latest from Hollywood. What's going on? Hey, yeah, let's start things off with kind of where you left things off. You were talking about the Jimmy Fallon and the Rolling Stones situation that they yeah. got going on. Yeah. Well, um, the Rolling Stones, that was the uh, the big thing that they were doing together. Uh, it was a collaboration. Yeah. It was a collaboration. They did kind of an interview as they were announcing, they being the Rolling Stones, their new album. And uh, we got our first look at it yesterday, including our first music video called Angry. And it debuted in the video yesterday. And uh, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria and, of course, White Lotus is a big part of it. Really? Oh, that's cool. Okay. It's basically a music video of her driving through, I presume, like uh, Hollywood Boulevard type thing. She's looking up and seeing different billboards with the Rolling Stones. They're singing and performing. She's got a very revealing top on as she oh. leans back and looks at the camera and smiles and has a really good time. Well, she is kind of the it gal of the moment. She is so. that. So, Hackney Diamonds is the new album, and it is available uh, now. Oh, All right, that's cool. Check it out. I lied. It's available October twentieth. Well, okay. so the we video is like available. It. You now. can watch the video until then. You certainly can. By the way, also Lady Gaga is going to be featured on a track in this uh, album. I feel oh. like I saw. Oh, I feel like I saw something about this, but. Uh, Sweet Sound of Heaven is the name of that track. It features Lady Gaga, and Mick called it a gospel-flavored song. It has uh, Keith Richards replied, you've uh, never been to church in your life, have you? <laughs> when Mick's made that comment. So, But uh, yeah, that's uh, this is the first uh, studio album since uh, A Bigger Bang back in 2005. That's kind of crazy that they're still making music. Good for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of making music, uh, Mick Fleetwood, along with LL Cool J, Luke uh, Nelson, Lucas Nelson, and others will be performing on a live stream event called Maui Strong. And this is going to be to benefit the wildfire victims from those mm. Maui wildfires. I'm so glad that people are still giving and thinking about that. Yeah. Because sometimes things disappear from the news cycle. And yeah. Just want to make sure that we're still thinking about Sadly, that. a lot of those things to keep track of, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ziggy Marley's going to be a part of this tomorrow at 7 o'clock on Ziggy Marley's official YouTube channel is when this 120-minute live stream will start. And wow. there's a lot of big names that are going to be tied to it as well. And obviously, there'll be uh, charitable opportunities as you're watching that. Very good. So that's what's uh, happening there. We also heard that uh, Al Pacino's girlfriend has legally filed for physical custody of their child. I saw this. What's interesting is that they're still hanging out together. That's the smiling, yeah. holding hands. So what's going on? Nor uh, El Fala is uh, has officially uh, was in court, and they've resolved the the child custody matter. So it sounds like this is something that many people saw this in the news and thought immediately, oh, they must be breaking up, or they want nothing to do with each other. Like you said, they're still hanging out, they're still having a good time. But all this means is now legally, she has full physical custody of their three month old baby, and she will get full child support. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Right. 
she's the primary caregiver, he will be forking over more money. Yeah. The the topic of child support was not brought up or mentioned anything in the court filing. Yeah. But but that is I'm exactly assuming, yeah. 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 <laughs> He's gonna pay for Just reading trial. the report, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I guess they're living separately or hmm. I don't know. It who seems knows? like they're still together. Yeah, they were showing up in headlines. Yeah. So who knows? Mike, thank you so much no for that update. You got any blind items over there? Oh, you know I've got a few. Good, because we have a whole half hour ahead of blind items on blinded by the item after this here on My Talk 1071. Involve the risk of loss. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean, and this is Blinded by the Item. Blind items are celebrity gossip with the names left out. Together, we'll play detective to figure out what the item is telling us about our favorite celebrity. It is that time once again to go through some celebrity blind items, the place where we tell you things days before you hear about them in <laughs> real the world. Yes. Yes. You're welcome. It's a service. Oh, we, we should do. be a tax write-off. Oh. It's a non-profit service we're providing. <laughs> is it? No. Okay. <laughs> Three it's days. for profit. Give us money. Three days before we heard about Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner on TMZ, we told you about it from the Minnesota State Fair. That's and then, right. of course, uh, we've been telling you for over a year mm-hmm. that Jimmy Fallon's got some toxic things going on. Mm-hmm. So keep listening in. And we will definitely take victory laps. It's kind of like, I just like, if you, what did you say? And we'll definitely take victory laps every time we're right. Every single (laughs) damn time. My legs hurt from running, taking my laps. Yeah. Well, we're doing victory laps all day today. But I also just wanted to say like the benefit of blind items is you get the opportunity to just feel that superiority when you're in a room full of people (laughs) at a cocktail party. And they're yeah. like, what's the deal with whatever? And you're like, girl, oh, let, let me tell you. Let me you. tell you about it. Plus, what I love is that, like, oftentimes we hear a story like this and somebody gets vilified, like, really quickly. And it's just like, oh, every story is negative against them. Mm-hmm. When you've been hearing little trickles of this for yeah. so long, it's like, oh, we already know. Yeah, no, like, we we, this. this was just confirming. Let's get it started. Yeah. Blinded by the item. It was no coincidence that the Disney actress turned A-list singer had a bloody face on top of her white dress. She's clear, clearly sending a message to the A-list singer that she's an enemy. I saw this, so this isn't like an accident. This was like an album thing? It was part of the music video. Okay. I've seen it, and I can't think of who this is. Did we just talk about her yesterday, though? Uh, yeah, I think is it so. Ariana Grande? No, who we t- and we had a hard time coming up with her name, right? Oh, jeez, that's, yeah, that's always a problem. I think I wrote it down. Let me check my notes. Do you remember what I'm talking about, Yeah, though? I do. We kept yes. going around in circles. Okay. Because it was the Disney actress. Yes. Or am I making this up? Nope, you're exactly right. Okay, okay. It was either yesterday go. or the day before, one of the two. Mm-hmm. So it's not the usual suspects, like... Uh, remember she I, I wrong said wrongfully said that she had the number one song in the world right now but it's yes. actually like the number eight song in the world right now yes and there'd be a bloody face in the music yes. video for oh, a God. reason because st- there's all blood. that work for nothing blood I just wanted to do it twice so it'd be stuck in your memory <laughs> that's why I did a very oh. simple sometimes you need to hear things multiple times oh, so I was thinking about us trying to figure out Iggy Azalea as the one oh. wonder which that's what I'm saying like I wrote that down but mm. not this other thing why Dawn, if you're going to have notes, why don't you take good notes? I was thinking and feeling, and I just didn't. How dare you? My hand didn't work to write. Okay, it's 
Ashley Simpson. <laughs> oh, no, here we go she again. She was in High School Musical, yes. the musical, the series, I believe. Oh, jeez. High um, Did you say she, it rhymes with, or it's just like this? Olivia Rodrigo. Nailed it. You did it. Okay, I'll write it down. And, of course, she's sending a clear message to who? Taylor Swifties. Did you say cutie pies? I That's what Don always pie. says when she doesn't know. I, can't, uh, I don't think. Filling in the blind item here. And again, this is very similar to what we talked about not too long ago. She had a big article in Variety about how, uh, the oh, she was surprised that people thought the music video was about Taylor Swift what? and the song Vampire what? was about Taylor Me? Swift. Never denied what? Never denied it. She just yeah. said she was surprised. No, that was that was delightful <laughs> so shade. Good. Like, I would never tell you who I was talking about. Not like, I would never tell you. It was Taylor Swift. Even <laughs> exactly. Though it was. So filling in the blind here, uh, it's no coincidence that Olivia Rodrigo had that bloody face in red on top of her white dress. She was sending a clear message to Taylor Swift that she's an enemy. Oh, man. You know, but I'm here for it because that's how the game is played. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't think Taylor Swift has monopolized her fame and fortune on shading other celebrities. Like, what are oh, we even doing? Absolutely. Like, and no shame in her game. Like, so no. don't come for me, please. I'm just saying, like, this is a part of the That's conversation the kids are having over at pop culture or pop music high school. It's just it's just like rap wars. Yeah, you know, basically. They have to be like, mm, Yeah, because if she was just talking about dandelions, nobody would buy that crap. And just, I mean, we've already come down hard on Taylor for talking about her relationships. Yeah. But it's like, what are you going to write that's, about? That's been, I mean, there's a reason people talked about that. Yeah. She talked about it. I in wonder song what lyrics. Olivia Rodrigo's beef is with her, though. Uh, Taylor wanted 50% royalties for one of Olivia Rodrigo's songs because she claimed she plagiarized. <laughs> so there's some beef for real, for real reasons. Oh my God. Olivia Benson is not amused. No. Let's do another one. Mm-hmm. Blinded by the item. This barely there celebrity who has a sibling or is a sibling to an A-lister got rejected by a teen mom and another D-lister. He needs rehab and badly. He's been telling friends that he has some uh some I don't want to want to say this. He's got some uh <laughs> I love it. It's just a Funky weird drawers. You know, he's got some foot he's got some footage from some of his famous former exes oh, that no. he's threatening to oh. That's why I just wanted to just avoid that. Jake Gyllenhaal. Nope. No, barely there. Barely. Okay. This Rob ba- Kardashian. Nope. This barely there celebrity mm-hmm. who is a sibling to an A-lister got rejected by a teen mom and another D-lister. A teen mom. He needs re. Well, I would assume somebody that was on Teen Mom. I don't think. Actually, yeah, no, no, I know. I mean, yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> like what? I was just like, what? Oh, that yeah, is that's kind of really there. Like you're going after Teen Mom. Well, he's got some much <laughs> higher on the list celebrity exes, which is where the end of this uh, blind item goes. That he apparently again. So it's not Trace Cyrus or Chance. Or- yes, it is. Oh, good guess. Nailed girl. it. Okay, what's his name? Trace. Trace. Trace, like you're just a trace of a celebrity. No, I thought it was like Uno Dose. Uh, filling in the blinds, very well done. That was awesome. Yeah, it was very good. Mm. Was so good. Uh, this barely there celebrity, Trace Cyrus, of course, that's Miley's brother's sibling too, Miley Cyrus, got rejected by a teen mom and another D-lister, and he needs rehab and needs it bad. He's been telling his friends that he's got some, like I said, footage and tapes from previous oh, exes. In case you're wondering who those exes might yeah, be, yeah, yes. he dated Demi Lovato. He also dated Brenda Song. Mm. 
All right. Well, let's hope that's yeah. not correct because Agreed. gross. Don't do that. Don't take videos. Did take me down Just a rabbit enjoy hole. The moment. Did it? it? Took me down a rabbit hole of the only good Metro Station song ever. And do you remember the song? Uh, oh man, I'm forgetting it. It's um, okay. I love that you would think we'd even know. No, you you I definitely it was have Metro heard of Metro Boomin yesterday. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I oh, like this that is Metro Boomin. Shake it. Shake, shake it like shake, a porridge. Shake, porridge shake, shake it. Shake, shake it. So I'm like, oh, oh eight. I didn't know that was Metro. That was Metro Station. Station. Yeah. Well, he's been doing this a while. It, was he in it? He was at, at that time. time. How yeah, old he's is this pl- kid? Um, Trace Cyrus is forty-seven. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of awesome. Yeah, uh, way older than Fire Rose. Thirty-four. Oh yeah, he's way older than Fire Rose. His dad's new yeah. love Lady. interest and that family's got some stories. Future wife. Yeah, I bet you, Thanksgiving is real weird. Uh-huh. If you watch the vid- music video for "Shake It," you're like, oh, this is exactly what a one-hit wonder would look like. Because uh, yeah, they they, it's a weird music they video. Shook it. Mm-hmm. It was very much uh, locked in 2008. So just there not shake it like a Polaroid picture. No, there was like that 2008 vibe. They all sing like this Ooh. on everything. Side, we it's call that weird. side mouth. Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of weird. You're going to get vocal notes. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Nicely done. Let's do another one. Blinded by the item. item. This actress slash muse hit on one of the fighting brothers, and he turned her down. The thing is, much like his brother, they are never polite about it, and he was very horrible to her. Oh. Is the acting muse, because muse is the only word I relate to her because of one relationship she had for a hot minute, Julia Fox. Uncut Joms. Uncut Joms. Uncut Joms. You nailed it. It's but I don't Uncut Joms. Oh, the Safri Brothers or Safdie? Nope. What is that? That's, uh, they did Uncut Joms. Ah. Right. Oh, these are fighting brothers that, uh, turn, one of the fighting brothers. Are they oh, wrestlers? No. One's I mean, a wrestler, yes. Come on now. Jake Paul. Logan yes, Paul. you nailed it. Oh gosh, on the first one. I need to hear this whole thing again. Fill uh, in the blanks. Apparently, Julia Fox uh, hit on Jake Paul, and he turned her down. I'm presuming it's Jake, just because Logan's uh, engaged, yeah. and we won't touch that story right now either, because there's a story with Logan oh, going around right now. Um, but uh, apparently, uh, Jake turned her down. The thing is, much like his brother. Logan, when they do it, they're not very polite about it. And he was very horrible to Miss Uncut Joms. Oh, come on. I like her. At first I was like, ew, she's just like, what is she doing, this woman? I can have, I have space for both. Yeah. Because I think I would get really... I think if we had coffee after about five minutes, I'd be like, oh, my God, somebody rescue me. Yeah. But I also love her just like, I don't give a bleep. And like in Hollywood, people who just spend too much time caring what other people think, like she kind of doesn't. She reveals like this she's is my apartment. A, like she's kind of like just a badass. Like I'm going to do what I want. I don't know. She's got that New York energy that I like. Love it. And also she kind of revealed like I'm. I'm. You just found out that she wasn't doing all these stunts just when she met Kanye West. No, she's like, been, she has a personality. She's, she's been, been doing really this. trying very hard her entire life. And she wears like she caution tape as a dress and she's just, a just over her boobies or whatever. I love it. And she's, you know, she's a legitimate model. Yeah. She wasn't just a puppet, mm. even though she took the opportunity when yeah, she was well, with she, him to promote I mean, she's herself. She's still humid. Uh, humid? She's still humid. <laughs> her barometric pressure <laughs> is so high. <laughs> no, she's still human. Like, she's entitled to make ego mistakes. Ma- oh, I want to talk to her about Bianca Sensori. 
And what she thinks, I am surprised nobody has asked her her opinion yet. Oh, yeah. You know, tabloids, come on. I'm pretty sure, Dawn, if we reached out to her, she would respond. You think so? What? Yes. Okay. After she's done with uh, New York Fashion Week. Okay. That's exactly where this, uh, yeah, that's exactly where they uh, believe the two of them, or this moment happened, because Jake Paul was seen attending some New York Fashion Week events. So it's probably where this happened. Who was famous first? Can you remind me, Jake or Logan? Um, I think it was Logan, but well, I honestly wasn't don't know. Whichever Logan or whichever Paul, it was Vine. Yeah. Weren't they like a Vine star? Possibly. Oh, God, I was Do you obsessed remember? with Vine. Oh, we all were. I would spend and hours. And literally TikTok is just uh, like long form Vine. That's why I don't get on TikTok because I knew You're I know the it's problem the thing. that I have with Vine. It's the same thing. You're, I couldn't believe it. We're all victims. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we'll try to get a hold of Julia Fox for you guys. Okay. Sounds good. Let's go. Blinded by the item. This A-list actress who's been acting since she was a uh, child and is an Oscar nominee, actually an Oscar winner, uh, has uh, made it perfectly clear that she is just going to ignore any talk about her divorce. She tried her hardest to make it work, but it didn't. It's going to be very hard, though, for her not to talk about it and very much in her face this fall. And at that point, she's going to have to say something. Oh, I will. I would like to put a um, an order in for Natalie Portman. Uh, that's a really good order, and that's a correct order. That's Congrats. right, Benjamin Millpie or whatever Millipede. his. I prefer it's not Millipede. Millipede, but it is some. Yeah, Tony Look, from s- France tells me every time I yeah, apologize. But you have there's no expectation. You should know how to pronounce it in French. Millpie. Millpied. Millipie. Uh, yeah, filling in the blind here, Natalie Portman, who's of course been acting since she was a child and also is an Oscar winner, has made it perfectly clear that she is not going to be talking about her divorce, but it's going to be hard because she's got a project coming up in the fall that's expected to drop, and uh, I'm sure someone's going to ask her about it. Of course, because we are entitled to know everything about your private lives, <laughs> celebrities. Oh, you get no privacy. I'm joking. Queen Amidala. Good for her. She's, you know. Yeah. She's what? She's beautiful. I love her. You know. But I feel like there's a butt in there. Um, I just think that she, you know, when she was Queen Amidala, that was a tough time because she was not directed very well and she was criticized for her acting along with. I don't think it was her acting. Mm, Yeah. Yes, it was. Those love scenes that she had, like in the woods or the the field with. It was not the best movie. Right, because they are always like, hey, guess what? You know, kids, these are kids' movies. Don't forget these are movies for kids. I don't know kids who, like, care about trade negotiations and, um, you know, I mean, all of that stuff that went I on did. in that movie. I used to watch the McLaughlin group when okay. I was a kid. <laughs> right, it's like all of those <laughs> fish people were like, we have to talk about the, you know, tariffs. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, do you have another blind item? Yep, I do. Okay. Blinded by the item. Item. This formerly married, former competitor in an extremely loud sport has a reputation to be a bit of an exhibitionist. On her social media, she's required to remain relatively tame, but at an event last week where photography is more controlled, she was seen walking around in a crotchless two-piece letting everything hang out. (laughs) Crotchless? 
This is the first time crotchless has been said on Blinded by the Item, I well, think. first of many now. By Mike, maybe. But no. I feel like you and I would have busted out a crotchless Oh, my gosh. Well, let me I'm start so, from the top yeah, here. Please. We'll do this one more time. End this, up at the crotch. This formal, formal, formally, there we go, married former competitor in an extremely loud sport has a reputation to be a bit of an exhibitionist. On her social media, though, she's required to keep it relatively tamed. At an event last week where photography is more controlled, she was seen wearing a crotchless two-piece letting everything hang out. <gasps> I don't understand the loud sport thing. I don't thing. either. Think like, of sports like? that are extremely loud. Soccer? Um, it's not tennis. Extremely loud. What are we doing? <laughs> like, so you're jumping? Uh, <laughs> downhill bungee jumping? The loudness is not coming from the competitors. <laughs> the the crowd, oh, it's deafening. Oh, the crowd gets Football. really wild. It's not coming from the crowd either. It's coming from the animals the that ball. they're. What? Just, no. Um, no. Like, there's bowling? no ball involved in this sport. There's no ball. Is it like a turkey calling? Nope. Uh, hog calling? <laughs> no, it's not coming from Do they have to wear, the, like, ear head? If it's not coming from the crowd and it's not coming from the... the, They not only have to wear ear protection, they have to wear helmets, too. Oh, racing. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Female racer? Yeah. With her crotch? uh Uh-huh. Is this... um, Dana... Danica Patrick? Danica Patrick! If you said I would have to bet all my money who would get that one, and Bradley was the one to come up with Danica Patrick first, I would have lost everything I own. I kept thinking Demi Lovato. I knew Uh, it was a D, but then... Formerly married and former competitor of, uh, in that very loud sport of both, uh, she raced in NASCAR, she raced uh, prior to that in uh, Indy uh, racing uh, around here. Mm -hmm. Indy uh, car racing, not Mm -hmm. uh, nationally, not F1, but uh, Indy racing. She uh, has a reputation of being an exhibitionist because of sponsors. She has to keep it a little uh, relatively tame on social media, but at an event last week where photography is more controlled, that event being the Venice Film Festival. Nope. No. A controlled event where people will be wearing things like crotchless two pieces and letting things Controlled crotchless? What does that even mean? He is so <laughs> an act like we're so dumb for not knowing. Well, there's an event that happened last week an where... An event? Is it a sporting event? Nope. Okay. It's an event where photography is con- more controlled. A fashion show? Nope. Okay. It was very wet at this event and God. caused troubles. <laughs> caused wet troubles mm-hmm. at a crotchless event with cameras that are very controlled. Is it a Playboy photo shoot? No, it's a yearly event that happens. Sports Illustrated. That people bring oh, campers to. And they hang out. Campers? Yes. Burning Man. Thank you. She was at Burning Man last week, and apparently that's where she was wearing some of these things. I think, yeah, they're kind of frowned upon, and I don't think many people post much. Okay, I would like you to know. Cameras are frowned upon in the same age? Where? Okay. I would like you to know that I just typed in Danica and it was like Patrick Burning Man 2023. Exactly. And so... It's a page six article, I believe, that features some of her fashion. Features some of her crotchless fashion. I'm not seeing the crotchless, but it does look very sort of Mad Mm Maxi. And then there's one where she's wearing a sheer bodysuit after getting her breast. What? She actually got enhancements recently. Removed? Removed? No. Well, this... Oh, sorry. Which article? This says uh, September 5th, Danica Patrick wears sheer bodysuit with fringe at Burning Man at y- a year after getting her breast implants removed. Oh, got it. Okay. So, interesting. She does like to dress up, though. 
I'm not seeing crotchless. That's where the photography was controlled, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've got to dig a little deeper to find that. <laughs> Usually you do. You got to dig the, a little deeper to find the crotchless. Oh, that's deeper in your tabs. Membership. What's uh, <laughs> you? What are you doing, Mike? Do you two happen to have a blind item? Yeah. Okay, let's get out of, of, let's get out of this do. one. Blinded by the item. item. I can do one. This paid cable show actress mom has been filming a show in England, which is why she can't be the primary caretaker for her kids amid the divorce. Oh, well, that's Sophie Turner. Yes, sir. That was easy. So, you know, everybody is um, sort of going after Sophie Turner right now, saying she likes to party and she doesn't want to be a mom and all this stuff because people were so shocked that the kids were on tour with Joe. But really... That's two hours a night that he performs, and he has his brothers and his brother's wives and the whole family traveling on the tour, which is a more stable environment for the kids. Because her filming in England on a show called Joan, she has to be there on set all day, Mm. and they would be with babysitters and not family. So that is why, like, don't, I don't know, people are really going, oh, Joe, you know, like he's just sitting there with the kids and well, that's having the to hand them are Right. But yeah. like, let's not forget, she also has a career and it is the better choice. And that's why it's not because she doesn't want to be with the kids. So this is actually a nice like story that isn't tawdry. So that's the reason. Tawdry. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. Do you have a blind item? Of course I have a blind item. Blinded by the item. This A-plus list celebrity has a new job. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's oh it? my gosh. <laughs> Sophie Turner. A-plus okay. list celebrity uh-huh. has a new job. And the reason I'm saying it is uh, the new people are like scratching their heads trying to figure it out. Like, okay. Why? What? So is this person an actor or an actress? No. Okay, so they're a celebrity. Are they just famous for famous parents or? No. Okay. Mike, I think Mike knows. Okay. Maybe he could give you a hint. I don't know now that you said they don't have famous parents. Oh. oh. I thought it was Prince Harry. Oh. Okay. Good guess. But th- this made headlines yesterday and has led to a lot of people scratching their heads today or making sort of poking fun at it. Oh, because the job is unusual? Well, it just seems like a stretch. Okay. To Um, like maybe they're just trading on that person's popularity. mm. Oh, now I think I did get it. Were they an athlete? So yeah. Yep, I got it. Tom Brady. Yes. What is he doing? He's a realtor. Tom Brady, well not far off. (laughs) So dumb. Tom Brady has a new job. At Delta. What? Yeah. It's Quality fly the plane. control. The set, not far off. The seven-time Super Bowl champion is expanding his post-NFL career business ventures, joining Delta to work on internal employee training and to appear in external advertising campaigns. When they asked what his job title was, Delta said Wednesday he is a strategic advisor. Oh, no. And will be paid. Let me find this oh, again. Because I thought we knew. Because he needs more money. Sarah and I saw this on TikTok last night. And I just said, just imagine being so good at what you do. People literally create jobs just to make no, you a millionaire literally. even more than you already are. 
And that's what everybody's saying. Like, oh, it's got. Because he wouldn't even wake up for less than a million dollars. Actually, it doesn't say the price here. I thought we knew, but I guess we don't. Um, Anyway, it led to a lot of people shaking their heads. Like, and I watched or tried to watch the CNBC interview where they had the head of Delta Airlines on there trying to make this all make sense. And I was just like, you guys, this is an endorsement. It's an endorsement. Don't act like can he he's talk adding to them strategic about the planes with the you know well, also can we just talk about the airlines right now i know i love delta of all the airlines yeah, they're my sure. favorite because they consistently offer a nice product for the amount you pay that's true but there's a lot of negative press around airlines not listening to consumers right now and i just feel like this seems totally tone deaf like Hey, we can't get you there, but we got Tom Brady who will make it fun. Uh, and like the, he's doing internal training. Is he just doing a quick video that says, hey, guys, Literally. you got to treat this flight like it's a game. Like it's a ball. You're all together. You got to work together. The quarterback is a pilot. Ed, Ed, I'm like the pilot. Ed Bastian is just giving his speech. And then in the background, Tom Brady's yelling, let's go. Let's go. The entire time. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to this is oh, going to end up no. being. Yeah. Oh my god. I will say he's got a look too. I don't know if he's been on uh like some oh. fitness train right now or something, but he just looks really chisely. Oh, well, yeah. they he's... say he's had a lot of Botox. Well, so but... we're making fun of that too. Chisley. Yeah. yeah. He's been entertainment. Hey my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at your boat club. That's yourboatclub.com. You guys, there is still plenty of time to get on the water this season and enjoy. All the world has to offer on the lakes of Minnesota. Escape the hustle and bustle. Just get out on the water. Fall boating, fall colors, cozy afternoons. Add it to your activity calendar to spend some family time together on the water with my friends at your boat club. And you know, Jamie and I have enjoyed our experience all summer long. They make it super easy. They've got tons of membership options, 30 locations across Minnesota. Your boat club really does get you spending quality time with the family on the water fast. Most importantly... They take care of the work. You just show up, boat, and head home. It's really that easy. Discover the smartest way to boat today with my friends at your boat club. And like I said, there's still plenty of time to get in on the fun. If you got questions, head to yourboatclub.com. Tell them Bradley sent you.